Okay, so welcome to the Parenting Versus Podcast. 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 Um, ignore any background music that you may hear, especially copywriters, because we're in a public place and they're playing music. They're playing that country song, you know, Oh Lord, Won't You Buy Me a Mercedes Benz. Oh, right. now it's over. But. So you guys are probably going to... Oh, man, I don't know. We're hearing we'll some music. It. We'll try it out. We'll post this. I don't know. Maybe this will be like... Maybe we just content. didn't know. We just didn't know. <laughs> We're right by the speaker, to be fair. It's yeah. right above your head. <laughs> um, so we are in the... What's Rio, the name of this place? It's Rio Bravo Brewing Company. This reminds me of Forrest Gump. Why? When he's running, you know? He's hmm. running across the country. And everyone, ah. he's growing the beard, and everyone's like... Why are you running? And he, are you running for women's rights? Are you running for world peace? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I just felt like running. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're at Rio Bravo Brewing. Um, I'm drinking. It's a new place to us. Super new to us. It's a huge, huge place. I kind of wonder if we should move. Yeah, maybe but, pause this. Hold on, pause. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, okay. Because we're in like a secluded place. Unless we go outside. We could sit on those couches. We could sit way over there. There's also yeah. a game room. I think we're good. We could we could go outside. I think it's good. I think we're picking it up. Here's the thing. Um, if we go outside, there's a food truck with barbecue, and I am going to eat the entire truck. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you right now. Right. Like, you can slaughter that thing in barbecue sauce. I'm all over it. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> we're having some beer, and it's good. Um, parents are watching the kids. Having a vanilla porter yeah. at the moment. And Lindsay popped a question to me that I thought was kind of interesting. <laughs> she basically asked me if... I would remarry if Lindsay ever died. Well, it's not to be morbid. I actually had a dream about this last night. It's not like something that's weird. I just, I literally had a dream that, like, I died and Lorenzo got remarried. And so I've been thinking about it all day, and I kind of feel like I know where I stand on this issue. Like, if I died tomorrow, Mm -hmm. like, would I be okay with you getting remarried? I think it's a valid question. Yeah. And I kind of wonder if, like, a male and female perspective would be a little bit different. Well, because me... for me, I would say, I would say that I would love my wife to become a nun. <laughs> Never um, gonna happen. And to foster children, and <laughs> and uh, just live a completely holy life. Do you know me at all? Of course I do. Um, I married you. Yeah. Oh man. Um, no, but just to side note this, like, so my, I, I found some information, actually. I've been doing a lot of research on my family history, and I found the obituary for my great-grandfather, my grandpa's dad, on my dad's side. So my dad's great-grandpa, um, he died when my grandpa was, like, four, so I never met him. My dad never met him, but he passed away at the age of 41, and he left my great-grandmother with, um, like, three kids as a widow at the age of 41. So I thought about that, and I'm like, wow, that must have been really hard. Um, and she did remarry like a year later. It was also during the depression, so that was kind of a different issue. But I was just thinking about how that applies to my life. And like, what happens if I die tomorrow? Or, you know, what happens if Lorenzo died? Can, <laughs> I, mean, can I give you an honest answer? Sure. So, honestly, um, if you were to die tomorrow, or, you know, anytime, match.com, Tinder. Like oh, nonstop, oh, I'd be gross. swiping like crazy. You have three kids, dude. <laughs> oh, gross. Ugh. I'd be hanging out at uh, the library, which and I'd is... be throwing up in my grave. 
And for those of you that aren't from Albuquerque, the library isn't a place where there are books. The library is there is a place it's where there's a vast assortment of slutty women. Let's just be honest. Hey, do not name call. I'm just saying. I'm calling it what it is. Yeah. It's called honesty. Yeah. So you can sugarcoat it all you want, sweetheart. But the thing <laughs> is, it's gross. So there are women who dress very, very in tight clothing. Provocative. And they stand up on counters. They're not librarians, okay? No, but they're supposed to look kind of library-ish. Like, it's encouraged to have it's them... Like, it's like, oh, that sexy nerd thing, right. like, from the 90s. Like, and that crappy costume you bought in, like, 1997 to be, makes, like, a sexy nerd. It makes sense, too, like, this place. Oh, really? Interesting. No, 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 no. Okay, listen to me. I don't like sense. the library, but... It originated in the Phoenix area, and based on my recent trip to Phoenix, I'm like, oh, it makes sense. Wow, you've done your research. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I knew that when they first, like, when they first. Oh, hang on, I gotta stop you, talking so loud. Do you want to hear a funny story? Sure. In a minute. Uh huh. Okay, when they first. I'm sorry. I'm gonna let you finish, but I have a funny story. When they first set up, set up shop, and oh, it's so quiet. I know. It's so quiet. <laughs> I like that you're sitting next to a giant Mexican flag, and your shirt says "I am New Mexico true." You're like all about New Mexico right now. You know what? Since my move to Portland didn't work out, I'm just going all out. <laughs> hey. I'm like, I'm here. I'm just gonna roll with it. It's fine. It's fine. Um. um so anyway, so it's based in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's right, or what? Yeah. Pretty much. That is a good deal. <laughs> Um, so, so we, we, we took a trip to Phoenix and I like Phoenix. It's, it's, it's unique in that, you know, it's the only major city in the United States that is able to hit 120 degrees consistently every summer. <laughs> I'll give it that. Um, we also have some people that we love very dearly. In Phoenix, yeah, we do. Helps. We do. And you know, the cactus out there are really awesome. And I asked Luke what his favorite I almost said vegetable, but it's what his favorite, <laughs> what his favorite uh, plant was, and he said, he said it was cactus. I thought that was really hipster of him to say, or New Mexican. But um, we went there. and We stopped at a place called the Perch, mm-hmm. I remember and oh, it was in I think Scottsdale, uh, yeah, or Glendale, Glendale, and it's this place it's called the Perch because there are hundreds of these exotic like tropical birds in cages and keep in mind this is phoenix in the summer it's like mega hot and these birds are like roasting right they smell like chicken just sizzling <laughs> in the sun like and we proceed to walk in these doors it's a really nice building there are misters everywhere but the birds don't get misters can i can i just can i side note something yeah i wrote a review on um on TripAdvisor, because I do that sometimes, a lot of the time, actually. I like to review things. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's a weird hobby. I like to review things. Yeah. Um, and I reviewed it, and I said, caged birds and free-roaming douchebags, and they wouldn't publish it. Because she said douchebags. Because I said douchebags. Yeah. So, but it was a really funny review, I'll be honest. It was it was probably my best work. Like, no joke. Yeah. Um, so we went in there, and then there was these dudes. There were these dudes just talking about how... Okay, so I'm going to start using some language that they used because... That's why you rate this podcast E. Right. Um, and mom, I know you're not listening, but other mom. Uh, mom Sue, Sue Freeman, mom, if you're listening, turn it off now. Yeah. Turn it off. I turn love off. you. We're, we're going to talk about other people, not this us. This is going to make you uncomfortable. Yes. Turn it off. So these guys, these quote unquote douchebags that Lindsay likes to name... 
they were like frat trash. Like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna call it what it is. It was frat trash yeah. for sure. They were talking about their sexual conquests of the night before. Oh my gosh, it was disgusting. Like, we literally were like, okay, first of all, this is a weird setting, period. Yeah. Two, like, okay, so there's this guy sitting there, they're next to us, and they're bragging about the girls that they slept with the night before, like, super loud, because they obviously wanted everybody to hear them. Wow, I just got really quiet again. Um, <laughs> Young the Giant. Cool. Cold War kids. Ooh, cool. Um, but yeah, so they were, like, they were, like, definitely bragging about, like, their, um sexual conquests and they were talking about like and and the words they used were super frat bro like for sure it was like a different language they're like yeah i smashed this girl last night and i was just like like kind of looking at them like are you for real right now um and they were just like it was so sad because there was this girl with them and you could tell that she like definitely was like i don't want to say she was one of the guys but she was like she was like the friend and they were talking about all these females like pretty negatively and you could tell that they were just trying to get her drunk and that they were probably going to try to hook up with her later um it was just disgusting like all the way around it was pretty bad we like literally had to leave like we were we were like you know we went here but like the conversation is so disgusting that we need to go i did enjoy phoenix though Phoenix was fun. That's a side of Phoenix yeah. I've never seen before. So we went downtown, and in downtown Phoenix reminds me a bit of Albuquerque, mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. the buildings aren't super tall. Right. It's, I mean, minus the, uh, what's that building? The uh, Bank One Ballpark used to be called? I don't know. Now it's called, um, oh, we're taking a selfie. That's for Tippy. Oh, okay. What up, Tippy? I was wondering why there was a naked black dude, like, oh, in um, the <laughs> It's not naked. Side note again. So we have this friend from Bible college. His name is Josiah. And we used to kind of make fun of him during gospel choir because he would like take all these selfies like obsessively. And so we were like, are you taking those for your diary? And then we'd be like, dear diary, it's me, Josiah. And then we'd like say these funny things. And he used to get so mad at us. So downtown Phoenix, I, I liked I liked it. I did. I did too. It I mean, I, I, I kind of warmed up to Phoenix a little bit because I saw a different side of Phoenix. So it's we hard not to warm up to Phoenix because it's like 120 degrees. Right. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I like this music behind us. It kind of like kicked my joke a little yeah. further. You know? And this is not a copyrighted song because it's probably like beyond the copyright like thing. Oh my gosh. So side note times three. Um, we played a song by the W's for our kids. <laughs> you are the devil and the devil is bad. It's like a you swing song. You are the song. devil and the devil is bad. It's from the 90s. Um, and they were like rocking the hell out. Like, I think, I think kids, our two-year-old our, our might be were. a future ska band, like, guy. Yeah. Yeah. So what were we talking about with Phoenix? Um, you were talking about the bars and the douchebags. The free, free here, running. Here, though? Here, though? Yeah. What were we talking about? Like, Albuquerque? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so Phoenix was cool. Downtown that reminded me of a bit of Albuquerque. Um, it's got, it got quiet again. Mm-hmm. It had to be quiet. It's got, the music stopped. Um, but we went to this, like, it was like a barcade. Have you heard of a barcade? Well, the Brooklyn barcade we went Brooklyn to. Brooklyn barcade. That was, that was like, for the record books. That was so amazing. Yeah, we went to Brooklyn for our second anniversary. Um, and we stayed in Bushwick. 
with our friend Sean, who was like literally paying probably $900 for a closet that wasn't even as tall as he was. Like it was a mattress shoved into a closet. And there was closet. like a pole in the middle of it. <laughs> so we slept on this mattress. And Sean was so kind. He said, hey, you guys Man. just take take my room. I'll sleep on the couch. That was super cool. Yeah. And then he had this like Wild West murder mystery birthday, which was awesome. It was and awesome. And then we hung out with his friends from Brooklyn and we like went out and we met these like other people. It was just, it was just like a we, fun time. That, that was, we, that we was super fun. We murdered Brooklyn, dude. We met a guy named Murder Johnson, actually. Yeah. I feel like we had a hard time getting along, though, when we were there. You know, second year of marriage is one of those things where it was like we had our anniversary. Mm-hmm. We were hanging out with your buddy Sean. At the time, Sean was single, and mm-hmm. he um, was living the life, like, up in mm-hmm. Bushwick. You know, he had, like, a he had like a, um, uh, an apartment with a couple roommates, and it was cool. But, like, at the same time, we were still trying to define, like, what marriage meant, I think, and, like, find our dynamic. Mm-hmm. And it was hard because we had never really gone on like a major trip together before, you know? Right. So, so I think oh, sorry, guys. Like drop, these, the <laughs> <laughs> drop the mic. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. We had these expectations of like what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then reality kind of hit us in between. Like it was like, well, I want to go to the Empire State Building. We're in New York. And then it was like, we don't have money to do that. It's like $40 a person. Yeah. And it was just like, it was crazy because like I had these crazy. Did we live like, in Missouri at the time? We did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, so it was just kind of interesting, but it was fun. I mean, we had I had a good time, and I think I definitely got pushed out of my comfort yeah. zone, but in a good way. We need to go back to New York. Well, you should probably tell the story about our anniversary. Our anniversary? Our second anniversary in New York. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny so, now. It's funny now. Okay. I can laugh now. Um, all right, so here's what happened. We... <laughs> no, this time we lived in Albuquerque. I remember... No, we lived in Albuquerque. I remember, because I booked... Oh, okay. okay. I booked it in Albuquerque. We were living off of... uh, I remember... Yeah, because I remember... Because Joey used to make a a joke that you were a true man. Oh, yeah. Um, What up, Joey? (laughs) So I was on my computer, and I I booked us a hotel uh, in, in... downtown Manhattan. New York Manhattan in Manhattan it was the Hudson Hotel look it up it's is it beautiful. the Hudson it was the Hudson Hotel so it's amazing amazing hotel and I used a Priceline the Priceline negotiator I used that hotel booking thing and I booked our hotel our anniversary is March 20th uh, and I got an awesome price for it and then we got to Manhattan we went to the front desk to check in for our anniversary March 20th 2011 yep and the lady's like, hmm, I don't have your, I don't have your name on here. You're not, you're and, not, you're not on here. And, and mind you, okay, pause. Mm-hmm. Mind you, our buddy Sean, who we were staying with in Brooklyn at the time, he had to go to work that day. So we brought all of our luggage with us because we took the subway to Manhattan and we were like, all right, so Just we're going to Just taking the subway is an experience. So yeah. We're I like, love we're that. Gonna, we're going to go to our hotel. Like we're going to catch the subway. No big deal. And we'll just bring our luggage with us. And he's like, you know, I got to lock the door. So, you know, take your stuff. We're like, cool. So we did that. We were hauling our luggage around Manhattan, mm-hmm. trying to find this hotel. We found it. It was gorgeous. We like walked in. It was like the most beautiful, amazing hotel. And we're looking around, and it's like, wow, we're so lucky that we get to stay here. Right. Yeah. And the receptionist at the desk. I mean, this most awesome, like modern. It's a modern hotel. Yeah, the Hudson and, Hotel in Manhattan. Look it yeah. up. It's gorgeous. I don't know what it's like today, 2017. It's probably different. But um. She looks at me and she's like, "Oh, Mr. Dominguez, I don't have your name on here. You're not you're not registered." I'm like, "Oh, I booked it through uh, Priceline. You know the negotiator. You know uh, Star Trek. Have you ever seen Star Trek? <laughs> um, you should check out that because I 
I definitely have a hotel. Um, and she's like, well, you're, I'm, I'm really sorry you're not on here. So I checked my reservation. I booked it a month before. I booked it for February 20th, and I paid for it. It was like probably $150, $170 for the night, which was cheap. Show, which was cheap. If you don't show, they take your yeah. money. And and if you don't show, it, it's, it's done. done, right? Um, <laughs> so I checked my reservation. It's February 20th. I was like, oh, my gosh, Lindsay. This is our second anniversary. I booked the wrong stinking night a month before. I was ready to murder And him. murder Johnson me. Yeah, um, I was ready to murder Johnson you for sure. So I called Priceline. I was like, oh my gosh, like I booked it for the wrong month. Is there any way that you guys can get me a hotel for tonight? And, like, and of no, course not. Like, like what, were, what are you thinking? You booked the wrong night, you idiot. Um, and we asked them, like, could we rent... Could we, get, could we get a night tonight? And they're like, yeah, sure. Give me like $700, you stupid idiot. They didn't say that. They were really nice. Well, but so here's the thing, though. We're newly married. Like, not newly, but it's like two years into our marriage, that's right? New, that's I guess, new. I guess we're newly married. Um, we have to call Lorenzo's dad in Albuquerque and be like, here's the situation. We don't know where we're going to go, what we're going to do. We have our luggage with us. We're in the middle of Manhattan. Everything's expensive. We have no money because all of our money went to this stupid hotel that we booked on the wrong day. What are we going to do? So his dad books us this hotel in Manhattan, and it's nothing special, but it's like a motel, right? So he books it for us. We get there, and we're like, okay, this is fine. Like, we'll deal with it for anniversary. We get there, and the guy's like, well, we need a $100 deposit. And we're like, we don't have $100 to put down on a deposit. Like, you don't even know what we've been through today. So we have to call Lorenzo's dad again and be like, hey, can you help us with this $100 deposit? They want a deposit for the room for the night you'll get it back tomorrow and mm. so we had to ask for that we are so like cranky tired pissed off yeah. angry annoyed at each other and at the whole situation right we're like calling our we went to like a samsung store do you remember that i don't we went to like a samsung home store and we saw like the home of the future with our luggage because we were like oh, we yeah. had to kill time yeah. it was so lame. Yeah. So we're they had, our they had like a Galaxy S Galaxy S2 on display, which was awesome. They had like a fully automated like Samsung kitchen, which was pretty cool. But we had to like kill some time. So we get up there. We finally give them the $100 deposit via Lorenzo's dad in Albuquerque, like on the phone. Yeah. We get there and I'm like, okay, so it's been a really crappy day. Like I'm just going to take a bath. I'm going to enjoy this view because we're yeah. on the fifth floor. So we're on the fifth floor. <laughs> and there are like four beds in this <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah, remember? So there were like four beds in this hotel room. It was so weird. Like two on one side yeah. and two on the other side. I opened the window. I was like, oh, well, maybe we have a view. Um, no, it's like the it building. It's a giant brick wall like in a, our face. It's like the giant brick building right next door to us. Like, like not even two feet away. It yeah. was insane. Like it was like literally barbed like. barbed wire on it. <laughs> so we were just angry. So I'm like, okay. Let's, let's go, go get to, some food. Like let's get some food. Let's go to Little Italy. Like we're close. We like, fought the whole Oh my gosh. We got in such a big argument. We got to be quiet. So we went to Little Italy and we got we got dinner, but we were so broke we had to like split dinner. I think it was like spaghetti or something. I don't even remember. It was like the cheapest thing. I remember on the menu. you got a cannoli because you're obsessed with cannoli. I still am obsessed with cannoli. I yeah. love cannoli. So we got like the cheapest thing on the menu, and then I got a glass of wine because it was our anniversary. And like I remember Lorenzo looking at me like, "We can't afford that glass of wine. Uh-huh. Don't be a hooker." Yeah. And I was just like "Whatever. It's my anniversary, and it's been a long day, and I'm gonna have this glass of wine, and I'm gonna enjoy it." <laughs> 
and like we were just, it was just like the worst anniversary there was so much to ever. do in new york oh. city and we're in new york city and we're just like broke. bickering broke broke but yeah but bickering and fighting and in little italy in little italy <laughs> yeah so. and it's funny now though i like that we can actually laugh about it now yeah i mean literally at the time i would have been like f this i am this is the worst yeah. but now i think it's actually really funny yeah so. I agree. I agree. <laughs> We've come a long way. We're at eight years, and you know it's it's been Are cool. We eight? Yeah, uh, we were actually talking about just a few minutes ago um, before we started recording this, like how we would like to maybe do our ten year anniversary in Europe or something like mm-hmm. that. But yeah, I'm actually hitting up my old contacts from Europe. I um, in college there was a guy who I met at Anodyne. Actually, it's the bar that me and Lindsay met. Anodyne. It's a magical place. It is a magical place. Magical place. Yeah, if you're not from Albuquerque, Google Anodyne. And if you're ever in Albuquerque, check out Anodyne. Yeah, it's, it's an upstairs bar. It's probably the oldest awesome bar downtown, right? For sure. Oh, for All sure. All the other bars have closed. It's, you know, it's it's one of those bars that's very low-key. Tried and but true. But it's, it's still trendy, and it's mm-hmm. still, like, it's still, like, a legitimate crowd. It's right. not... It doesn't go with, like, the trendiness of, like, whatever changes. It's actually right. pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. And you can get you can get a really strong cocktail there. Like they do not hold oh back on the liquor. Oh my gosh, rum and coke. Yeah, they'll give I you like. Get, I used to get the rogue soba ale. Mm-hmm. It's like a rice beer, and I used to split it with my roommate. That's what we would get every time. Mm-hmm. And that's so funny because every time I go there, it's like a default. I'm like, oh yeah, I definitely need this soba ale. Like, let's yeah. split that bomber and let's make it happen. Right for sure. One time. Who were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I should tell you. One time, um, I was with my brother and with Aaron. Yeah. Which is funny. Yeah. And these guys were hitting on me, so I challenged them to a game of pool, and I won. And they had to buy me beer, and then I left. Your brother was there? Yeah, my brother was there. He's like, get us some free drinks, and I was like, cool, I'm From on. From Anodyne? Yeah. Was this? It was a while ago. It was was a this years before ago. we were married? Nope. No, I went out with my brother, and then Aaron met us, and these guys were hitting on us, and I was like, hey, let's get some drinks that I can uh, beat you at pool. No, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, I beat them at pool, and, and they bought us drinks. Um, and I'm not even a pool shark. I'm actually pretty terrible at pool, so it was pretty funny. Yeah. But it worked out. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to make that. Like, all no, I don't know. I, I just forgot what we were talking about. Me too. Me too. Yeah. So, Anodyne... Let's backtrack. What were we talking about? We are talking about our anniversary in... in Manhattan. Anniversary in Manhattan, and and then it went to Anodyne. I know, I have no idea. (laughs) Well, but listen back to this, and then we'll get it. Our poor kids, um, they're going to hear this and be like, what the heck happened to our parents? Nah, they're fine. Oh, Uh -oh. I dropped the mic again. So, we'll just, (laughs) dead air, it's not good radio right now. You know, but here's the thing. I was telling Lorenzo, I think it'd be really cool if we opened, like, even in retirement, like, we opened, like, a like a tourist thing in New Mexico where we could just, like, take people on themed tours. Like, if they wanted to see the food or, like, the bars or the art or whatever in New Mexico, we could schedule yeah. that for them and make it happen. It'd be pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, I agree. Oh, man. I really want some of those ribs. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah, I really do. There's a food truck outside, and they have barbecue, and I want some. Twin songs went to whisper. It's so weird. Shh, be fair. There's, like, there's like these guys in a, in a motorcycle gang sitting sure? across the way from us. Yeah. I don't know. They might not be in a motorcycle gang. They are. I saw their jackets. Hmm. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, there's the Burt's thing. Yep. Well, hey, I think this is probably a good time for us to sign off. Um, it's been lovely and 
Well, this is a very short podcast, and we're only on like minute 17. But that's okay. This is, this is bonus. This is a bonus feature for your back to school self. Well, there was something else I wanted to talk about, but I just forgot what it was. Couldn't tell you. Huh. Oh. So, I'm going to talk about something for just a little bit. Okay. And I'm going to look about, I'm going to look really weird because I'm in a brewery by myself, but Lindsay's got to leave for a second. And I'm going to drink her sample. All right. So, I'm here by myself, but, uh, and I'm going to put my phone up like I'm, or my recorder like I'm talking. But basically, um, what I wanted to talk about was a training that I went through. Um, what was it? So I'm a teacher, right? And when you teach, there are all sorts of these different uh, professional developments that you do. Um, and one professional development that I did was... Oh, I almost dropped the phone. One professional development I did was called uh, restorative justice, Okay. And if you are not familiar with, with what restorative justice is, and I would encourage you to Google it, and Lindsay, when she comes back, is going to tell us all about restorative justice. I guarantee. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it, and she's gonna say like, "Oh, I know everything about restorative justice." But basically, um, restorative justice and just like restorative practices are, um, I want to say they're trendy. But I'm not entirely sure if they're trendy. Uh, but in education, it's basically it's 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 going against going against like the punitive approach to uh, disciplining, I guess, kids. Um, so, I, I work at a high school here in Albuquerque, which is we 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 have a population that is very very much. Um, I mean, I'm trying to look for words that are not. So I'm not even gonna be politically correct. They're, these are these are poor kids. These are kids that are that are gang members. These are kids that live in the war zone of Albuquerque, and that's that's the neighborhood. It's called the war zone. Officially, it's called officially it's called uh, the international district, and the city renamed it the international district on purpose because everybody knows that if you live on Central between. Um, Oh, San Pedro and Tramway. So look it up on a map. Central between San Pedro and Tramway. This is called the war zone. Because this is this is historically traditional I mean traditionally um, where 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 crime is. Okay, I have to whisper again because it's uh, quiet again. But this is where the this is where the uh, crime happens. And the hot spot is the bus stop on Wyoming and Central. This is where all the crime takes place. But what they're trying to teach us as teachers is punitive approaches don't work. Roxanne. Um, so what we did as a training, there's a, there's a woman who, tra- who trained us. I can't remember her name. But she trained us at work, and she basically told us that we had to get in a circle... Uh, so I walk into the cafeteria, the cafeteria of my of my high school, and this is a this is the oldest building high school in Albuquerque. So imagine just a very very old building, right? Um, so I walk into the cafeteria, and they have chairs set up in a circle, 
And in the, cent in the center of the circle is a rug. And on the rug is a feather and a candle. And there is a stack of paper plates. So all the teachers sit in the circle and the presenter says, okay, teachers, welcome to Restorative Justice. I need everybody to take a paper plate and on one side of the paper plate, I want you to, to think about your most cherished relationship and I want you to write down all of the important things that you value about that relationship. So I proceed and I write down, you know, accountability. I write down uh, trust. I write down love. I write down, you know, all these different characteristics that I, that I cherish about our relationship. Um, so we're, when, when I'm done, what's, oh, accountability was one, one of mine. So when I'm done, and everybody's done, the presenter, which is, she's an, a quote-unquote expert of restorative justice, she says, now I want you to flip your paper plate over, and I want you to pick one of those characteristics, and I want you to write the most important piece. And I want you to put that on the other side, okay? And when you're done, I want you to put your paper plate in the center of the circle on this rug. So we did, everybody did. Um, my most important piece was, uh, I want to say it was, I don't remember, but, I, but what comes to mind is accountability. Like, I think it's super important if I'm doing something that is wrong, that is not right, that I want my wife to come to me and say, you know what, Lorenzo, you're not doing the right thing right here. I want, I want you to do the right thing, and this is the right thing, you're not doing the right thing. You know what I mean? Um, so I put that down. Somebody else in the circle, and this is where my pre my uh, prejudices prejudices mm -hmm. come in place. Um, okay, I have to whisper again. But uh, okay, wow, it's super quiet here now. But she wrote she wrote she wrote down uh, non-judgmental. So I went okay we kind of clashed on this. The presenter said, okay, you, I'm going to give you this feather, right? And any, anytime you're holding the feather, you have the talking. You have the floor. Nobody can interrupt you. You have the floor. And I'm going to pass the feather around in the circle. And if you can uphold all of these, all of these characteristics, I want you to say, yes, I can. So we passed on the, around the feather. Everybody said, yes, I can. Yes, I can. A couple of people objected. A couple of people... Uh, wanted clarification. I was one of the people that one of the persons that wanted clarification. I said, "Well, mine mine was accountability, but this other person's um, characteristic was um, non-judgmental." So I, I just need some clarification. Like, if I have a student that comes in that is doing something that I feel is seriously wrong, like for example, I had some kids last year that were talking about quote unquote hitting it and quitting it, and it really pissed me off. Uh, by the way, Lindsay's back. Um, and I can be non-judgmental, I guess, and like let it pass and just say, oh, boys will be boys, whatever, I don't care. But no, I called them out on it. I said, hey guys, this is not okay. This is not the way to, run, to, to, to act. This is not the way to treat women. Um, so when the feather got to me, I said, well, I just need some clarification. Um, 
and there was a huge discussion on it. People got up in arms, and it was kind of the deal where, you know how the people who are on the extreme left who say that we need to accept everything and everybody, right? Well, what I learned in that training was everything and everybody doesn't mean everything and everybody. Oh, that's true. It's just everything and everybody that they agree with. That they agree with. Um, and there Isn't were two- that funny, though? Isn't that ironic? Like, yeah. Like, that, that people can push so hard for social justice and say, like, oh, you need to accept everything and everybody, but only the everybody and everything that I agree with. Like, right. if, it's, if it's outside of that scope, then I'm so offended. And then I throw that word around, offended, because that's, that's a hard-hitting word. Yeah. So ours was the first session, right, mm-hmm. of the restorative justice, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think it's good, right? And these restorative are, these, justice these, has a purpose. These are, these are practices that people at my high school are, are already doing. Yeah. But um, there was a second session, and one of the security guards had, had something to say that was... It was not what people's like. If you're, they weren't comfortable if, hearing it. If you're in the left mainstream, and you hear this, and and, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna preface and say I'm, I'm kind of left leaning. I think I'm kind of left leaning. I'm not like hardcore left, but I'm sort of left leaning. Yeah, you're of the left persuasion. I get it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, I hope that I have my own thoughts, but he said something that isn't in the left mainstream, and he's a super nice guy. He cares about the kids, right? He really does. And they basically like called him out and they made him feel uncomfortable and they, I wasn't there, but like he, at the end of the day, he addressed the entire school, the security guard. And he almost like started crying because he felt like he just wanted to tell all the teachers like, hey, I hope you guys don't feel less of me. I hope you guys don't feel like I don't love the kids because I do. But he was, he had to, he had to like talk to us because he had a different opinion than like the left mainstream and, and teacher and teachers generally are pretty left at least in Albuquerque are pretty pretty left but he's not and it just made me feel I don't know it just made me it kind of opened my eyes to like how well, we're sort of in our tribe and we kind of like people I mean it doesn't matter what side you identify with like you're gonna be biased yeah but the 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 idea is that I think you need to judge every single person based on their individual beliefs and ideals and get to know that person rather than sit there and decide left, right, the end. Like, that's that's what drives me crazy is, like, a lot of people look at the world in black and white, and the world is not black and white. The world is actually predominantly gray. And so you need to find what spectrum of gray you're fitting on because there are always exceptions to every single standpoint, every single point of view, every single situation left and right there are always exceptions um and so don't presume that you know everything about everybody all the time because it's you don't you don't it's true so anyway it's very true but i I was when you were gone i was talking about restorative justice and my training that i had so nice anyway i think we're gonna probably head out Mm -hmm. so thanks for this um, weird and strange and funky time yeah, and I, I'm i not even going to apologize for the uh, background noise. I have to. Just do the background noise here, sir. Well. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Peace to you and yours. Guys, you guys have a great Sunday afternoon. It's Sunday afternoon for us. But if you're listening to this on Monday, you guys have a great week. Have a great uh, everything. 
<laughs> All right, we'll see you next time. We'll see you guys next time.